Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Blog Talk Radio. Peace, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. This is our After Dark with Triple Dark Goddess radio show. We air live at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on blogtalkradio.com. Check out our website, baby. That's www.angrydivas.com. That's D-E-V-A-S. Get it right, boo? This has been another Bitch House production, the Angry Divas radio show. Thank you.
I know you refuse to be held down anymore 
my reputation I've had my share of fooling around But everybody needs stimulation And mine just happens to be all the time Is money occupation
13 statements. 1. I adore spirals. 2. I feel there are too many hard edges for people to break themselves against in this world. 3. I am all water and fire. My love is heavy and deep and warm. My angst is terrible. It must be minded. 4. Creating is about my own inner alchemy. Swimming in my water. Directing my fire. 5. I can pretend social grace is not native to me for only short periods of time. Six. My spine is a snake. She affects my movements. Seven. I feel memories are stored more in the body, less in the mind. Eight. I feel there is no technology higher than the wilderness. Nine. Words and ideas are technology too. Ten. I feel that our ability to regenerate is endless. Eleven. I feel that sex and conjuring are the same. Twelve. I serve only what and who I love. Thirteen. My name is Francine.
you motherfuckers. I'm going to tell you something straight off the motherfucking press. I ain't coming for no foolishness. And New York, goddamn it, y'all motherfucking women look good. Y'all like a bacon and egg sandwich look good. But I love sex. I love it. Can't do shit no more. And I'm blessed. I'm big boned. I'm heavy structured. I'm hung low. If I pull my shit out, this whole room get dark. I love, I love sex, man. I love it by the pound. I'd be glad when they put that shit in cans. Can you imagine sex in cans? Motherfuckers be shoplifting and shit. Folks be playing ball, man. Tell me what you get ready to do, man. I'm time to give me a six-pack and put something going in. Kick it! <laughs> Women just do anything to you, talk to you any kind of way you want to talk to somebody. It don't make no more fucking sense. I'm in a bar minding my business, cool enough, just being cool, like I am, chilling. Woman gonna come to me, think she just asked any goddamn thing she want to do. She said, Mac, I said, yeah, that's my name. Second, I asked you a question, I said, yeah. She said, does pussy taste like pumpkin pie? Made me mad as hell. Don't ask me no damn question like that. I ain't never had no pumpkin pie. Kick it! You don't understand. When you make love to a black woman, I'm going to tell you how you do it. You got to be good. I'm not talking about myself. Because you know a fuck ain't number 50 pumps. Count if you ain't got nothing to do. It ain't number five minutes, but the full play make it seem longer. But you get a woman, black woman, man, I'm going to tell you something. I don't care how meek that woman is, how soft-spoken she is. If you're giving her the dick... Whatever wrong with you, she gonna let you know. You can have a patch on your eye, your leg could be broke. If you get up there, she'll be like, Woo! Shit. You patch eye motherfucker. You broke leg, son of a bitch. You know you in this motherfucker. Kick it! You don't understand, goddamn. And you know what's funny when you make love to a woman and she on top and the phone ring, that's some funny shit. When she on the phone ring, man, every time she, you know, the phone be ring, 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 you get cool and shit. Ring, baby, don't answer. Ring, I, I gotta answer. Ring, oh, baby, don't answer. Ring, ah, oh, it might be a job. And every time, you know, she pick up the phone and start fiddle-fiddling with, you know, 
When she pick it up every time she try to talk, give her the dick. <laughs> She'll be like, hey, hello. What, what, what? What? Oh, what, what, what I'm doing? This when you get what I'm doing? Oh, nothing. But I love my black people. I'm going to tell you something, but we got to stop the violence. We got to vote. Stop the violence and vote. Because I did a show in Chicago. I mean that. Stop this violence. I was in Chicago. I did a show for Cook County Jail. And you know, over 40% of the brothers in jail for nothing. And they had a little survey, a little panel thing. We got to ask them a question, you know. So I asked them, man. I said, uh, hey, my brother, what's your info? He said, nothing. <laughs> brothers got this thing about being a punk. What is a punk? I never did understand that for the sake of my life. He said, nothing. That's how long you're in for? He said, ever. Now, you know for a long time, you take the four off that motherfucker. <laughs> I said, man, no. I said, so what you in for? I, you know, I ain't no punk. I didn't tell on my boy. I said, what, you in jail for no motherfucker? No, you ain't no punk. <laughs> you a new fool. Because I'd be damned if I served time for any of you motherfuckers. I'd be in court just like this. Just like, who are you? I'll be like, punk. <laughs> you know what I mean? He killed that motherfucker. Shot him in the head four times, kicked him in the face. I tried to call you, but the line was this. I'm going to knock him out of here. I seem to have forgotten it. 
I'll never forget it, you know. For the longest time, I didn't wear no underwear. Used to drive my boyfriend Ernie absolutely batty. One time I caught a terrible cold. Ernie said to me, Soap, you've got a terrible cold. You've got to go see the doctor right away. I said, all right, Ernie, make an appointment for me. So he rang up the doctor, and this is what he said, unbeknownst to me. Doc, I'm sending Soap over. She's got a terrible cold, but that's not the problem. The problem is, she don't wear no underwear. Do me a favor. Tell her the reason she got this cold is on account of she don't wear no underwear. You got that? Right, oh, says the doc. So I, like a schmuck, Shot on down to the doctor's office. Doctor says, open your mouth and say, ah. I opened my mouth. I said, ah. You can stop clapping. <laughs> Doc looked down my throat. He said, so, you ain't wearing no underwear. I said, I beg your pardon? He said to me, so, you ain't wearing no underwear. I said to him, doctor, you can look down my throat and see I ain't wearing no underwear. He said, that's right, Soap. I said, Doc, do me a favor. Look up my ass and tell him my hat's on straight.
www.angrydivas.com That's D-E-V-A-S Get it right, boo? This has been another Bitch House production The Angry Divas Radio Show Thank you Please Yeah, baby Welcome to tonight's episode of our show it's After Dark with Triple Dark Goddess Oyaze, the divinity of change. Now, I've been kind of banging on this a little bit all week, um, just kind of prepping for tonight's show and really focusing on these winds of change and the things that are being destroyed. And that Oyaz message and her lesson is, what I destroy, you no longer need. Right. What I destroy, you no longer need. So, when I get into chaos in my life, unlike the light workers, they want to run away from that shit and go find some earth and stuff, right? Not me. I want to ride the wind, you know? 
So when the winds of change begin to blow in my life, different things start happening, people fall off, shit pops off, I go into those winds. I don't run from them. Maybe to some of you that doesn't seem quite wise, but I know that they're coming to blow off the shit that doesn't serve me. It's like getting a new skin. Help me get this dead skin off with them turbulent winds, you know? All that shit that don't serve, even me, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So some of these, when you're going through changes in your life or, you know, things don't go the way that you thought they should or whatever the hell's going on, you know, sometimes the changes are big. Sometimes they're small little things, you know? The winds of change blow, and the lesson is quite beautiful. It shows you that there's something more than what you had been accepting and calling life. And then those winds of change will blow again because there's something you left behind. You've got to go back and get it. That's especially happening right now as Mercury is in retrograde. And for those of us who are Geminis, we know that this shit is kicking our ass. It's over retrograde in our sign, boo. That's all right, though. That's all right, because things will get better. We'll understand it better by and by, and things will get better for us on tomorrow as we officially slide on into Gemini season through these winds of change that are going on in our life right now. But anyway, the changes can be huge and dynamic in a very turbulent kind of way. And sometimes that turbulence is actually quite sweet at the end of it all. It all depends on how you choose to look at it. Perspective and perception are powerful tools. Be very careful how you wield them. Perception and perspective are very, very, very powerful tools. Be careful how you wield them, people. Be very careful. Take care of what you do with what you see or how you choose to see something, especially when the winds of change blow in your life and one of the things that, oh, yeah, is changing are the way that you look at things, your very eyes, the perspective, the perception that you have about any given thing in the world, your worldview even the way that you understand yourself, the bedrock upon which you think you stand that wasn't even really built by you but was built for you with you in mind to keep you in a certain box, to keep you in a certain box and to keep you from getting to your highest glory. When we start to dismantle those things, when we work with the element of wind, wind power, we're talking about words. For those of you who do tarot, you know that the swords, the suit of swords, the word, the intellect, the mind, sonics, metaphysics, physics, kinetics, we're dealing with vibration. The very vibration, the tune of a thing is being changed. For me, it's also my voice. I don't know if you guys have been noticing that for yourself, too, if it's been your voice. Not, like, (laughs) their tone, but your words. Your voice, the way that you speak, the way you articulate yourself, the way that you express yourself, your voice. The you that comes out when you open your lips and let your tone (laughs) start to do things. Yeah. That stuff. Vibration, sound, sonic. 
physics, metaphysics. We're dealing with some pretty high-level stuff here, guys. Don't put yourself down. You're dealing with some really high-level stuff in your life in different ways. You just have to change the way that you're looking at it and become more strategic. That's what I keep telling myself. And I'll tell you all these shows are for me, so I go back and listen to get my life, you know? Like, (laughs) excuse me, Diva. You got to change the way you're looking at things. Calm your ass down. Get that ego in check. Talk to that dark bitch. Ask her what's going on. Why are you screaming? What haven't I given you? Something missing. You're not happy. What what did I do? Who did it, baby? Who asked we got the kick today? You need to talk to those while we're going through these winds of change, those parts of yourself that's going to want to resist the changes, which is natural because even though the one constant in the world is that everything is going to change, change is the thing we hate the most. Uh Uh-huh. You know, I wrote this today, and I said that change is war, that change is an act of war. When you want to change something that's going on in your life, it is an act of war. It's going to take an act of war to cause that to occur. You know, you have to cut something to bring in something else. You want a new job, you got to leave your present job. Everybody's going to be all sappy and sorry. People are going to start acting funky towards you during your last two weeks and stuff, even though they really like you. You know, you're going to start noticing differences, and you might take it personal. You might not because you might really want to be out that motherfucker. Oh, it's so bad. You can't wait for the last day. Mm-hmm. Wherever you are in your life, because, you know, it's all about where you're at. Take that and do with it what you will. You go into anyway, and that's not my damn problem. I'm responsible for what I say, not for what you do and or do not understand. So as long as we got that from the gate, we're good. But whatever's going on in your life, whatever those changes are that you might want to resist, sometimes go with the flow. I wrote about that earlier. And I said, you know, my ass did not (laughs) want to go with the flow. It's like, if I got to go in this direction, fine. I'm going light speed, though. I ain't going to walk this motherfucking path. I'm going to run this bitch. (laughs) Who run this? No, seriously. And I said that earlier. I did say that. Um, I wrote that earlier. And <laughs> we were kind of laughing about it. The sister said she understood where I was coming from, talking about even though there's a time when you do have to go with the flow, you can still manipulate it to quicken it up. Certain phases in your life where you don't have to lay down and die or accept things for what they are, you have the power to change your life. You do. It's in you. And it all depends on what you want to do with your life. To come to me, she wanted to get into this one aspect of um, of work really bad. And she said, I just need some coaching, you know. I just need some coaching. And I said, okay. So I told her what I do. We get it together. And in the first week, she's kind of not really feeling it. And I remember having a hard moment with her. Because I was thinking to myself, what she really needs is a swift kick in the ass. She's going to take it personally. Like, listen, sis, you got to get your mind right about this. If your mind isn't right, everything else is going to be held up. How do you think people get their stuff? You have to be able to quiet your mind and really focus on what it is you want. That's the biggest fucking problem with everybody. Lack of focus. I kick my own ass about that. A serious lack of 
focus is a great issue, people. That's something we really have to overcome. That's something we really have to learn to get over, the inability to focus on one thing and to really zero in on your target. We're horrible hunters. All just going to the damn grocery store and picking up your meat there. We are horrible hunters. <laughs> We've got to get better at zeroing in on one thing and seeing every aspect of whether or not this is the course we want to take and stop flip-flopping back and forth and being distracted. Distractions are dangerous. They're dangerous. So I shared that with her. I said, you don't have the ability to zero in and focus on nothing. Yes, you need meditation and chanting. That's how you get to that place of financial abundance. Because as long as you're over here, there, and everywhere, you're never going to really zero in on it. So she kind of heard me. Then we come back again, and she's still on that same shit. And at that point, I was like, I'm not going to fight you because you're not fighting me. You're fighting yourself. I did what I was supposed to do, and I went, and I said the following prayer. Send her on her way because opposition is not something I will accept. She has something that she knows she needs to do, and she's probably gotten all she needs to get out of this. Send her on her way. I get a message. Oh, my goodness, you know, I really appreciate everything. I figured it out, and I'm going to go for it. And I was like, yep, just like I knew you would. We're done here, sis. You have a good one. I sent her on her way because she got what she needed to get. She got what she needed to get. What she needed was a swift kick in the ass. I told her, you have no fucking focus. Now get some focus about you. Don't bitch at me about the meditation. You can't focus. That's why it's a bother to you. I remember because I used to beat you. She said to me, well, when when you're chanting, how long are you chanting? I said, you want the honest truth? She suggested sometimes I chant for an entire hour. I said, I have found myself getting into a trance mode and chanting for two hours. Uh, and I have to stop myself because, um, you know, the way that I'm sitting, sitting one way for too long, for two hours, it's really tackling on your body. And, you know, this is air. We're talking about air. So you need water to keep yourself hydrated. I wasn't really, I didn't take the breaks that I should have in between. So I was really maintaining myself. So by the time I got through two hours, I was like, you know, crawling to the water and crawling to the bathroom. And then finally had some feeling in my limbs and shit. And I could get up and move. That's not good. You know, I was just sitting to, you know, you sit with your legs crossed and stuff, your shit turns into a noodle because you have no feeling. <laughs> yeah. And she just, oh, my God, what? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I was serious. I was serious about tapping into that spirit of abundance in me. And, you know, mantras, chanting, mindfulness, setting aside time, setting aside time for meditation and prayer, true prayer, true meditation. We act like because we came out of the church, we don't know how to pray. No. We've always been calling on mama. We just have to shift our consciousness to understand what we've been using and doing. We've always been calling on mama, y'all. Anyway, y'all know I will go on. Let me open up the call line. (laughs) Sorry, people. If you wanted to call in, 347-826-9930. Again, 347-826-9930. Let me open up the call lines, 917. I think this is my she's my share of pop. What up, Jerry? Yep. 
Loverly. <laughs> yes, just talking about change and uh, changing your life and investing in yourself and really getting your focus on and different ways that we can do that, you know. I mean, everybody yeah. wants to be a magical bitch, but nobody wants to fucking be able to sit and meditate and shit. You know what I mean? Everybody wants to jump into motherfucking spells 101 and summoning, but nobody can fucking do a chakra meditation and shit. Yeah. <laughs> you can't you can't sit the fuck still. You can't sit the fuck still for one planetary mantra. That's six minutes. You can't sit the fuck still for that, but you wanna call on powers greater than yourself. Sit please. Sit down. Sit down, Yeah. They about to get themselves jacked up. Sit the fuck down. I remember when my mentor said that to me. She fucking checked me. She checked me right in the throat. Okay, she really did. She karate chopped me in the throat with it. And I was like, I mean, you know, I'm ready for the hard stuff. You know, she's like, you can't even focus your mind enough for a chakra meditation. I'm quoting her. And I was like, what? Yes, I can. She said, no, you can't. You start to feel your chakras open up. You get creeped out and you get up. Don't you lie to yourself or me. And I sat there with my mouth open, like, damn, because. I had never seen her, and she had not seen me, but she saw that. So I said, damn, all right, mama, you're right. Sorry, excuse me. Let me get my neophyte ass <laughs> back in the line and sit the fuck down and shut up and listen and learn and focus and get over myself and get into myself. Yeah. You know, now if I don't do my mantras and do I chant into my prayers and stuff, I'm fucked up. You can tell, too. My whole day is fucked up. I don't even know. I can't go out in public because I know it's just not going to be well. I'm going to cut somebody out. Somebody's going to have some negative-ass energy, and I'm going to be like, I'll oh, fuck you. Keep your shit to yourself. <laughs> you know? I'll be feeling that shit. It'll be too close, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, man, it takes work. Yeah, I, I hear you on that. But, um, focus is, is not the easiest thing for me. But sometimes, if it's not something I find interesting, I cannot, can't focus. And then I feel bad because I'm like, I have to do this thing, but I can't quiet shit in my head. You know? So it's, I'm new to chanting, so, I, you know, I'm meditating. But it takes, you know, it takes time. Everything takes time. Patience. Yes. And being proud of yourself for how far you come. You know what I mean? That's true. Whatever stage true. you're at, even if, all right, you might not be like a guru or a monk or nothing. I'm not a guru or a monk. I ain't nobody's fucking guru. Don't you ever call me no fucking guru. Fuck you. Don't you ever call me that shit. <laughs> no goddamn guru. But anyway, <laughs> you know, we might not be them, but we are much further than where we were when we started. And I, I remember seeing this one sister say this. Maybe like five years ago, she said, sometimes we get so caught up in where we're headed that we don't give any thought and pay no attention to where we've come from. We don't celebrate what it took to get to where we are. We just stay focused on where we need to be at or where we'd like to be or what the next thing is. We never give ourselves that moment to just stop and celebrate how far we've come. And I'm so glad she was like five, six years ago I saw her say this. And I'm so glad. Every time I remember that, I just get this warm feeling just wash over me. And it just reminds me of the humility of the whole process, you know, how humbling the whole thing is. 
because of where I was and who I am. Those two women are not the same. I don't even recognize that other heifer. <laughs> and I'm very happy about that, you know. When you look at your life, even your focus, don't judge you now based on your used to be. I have a perfect fucking lesson about that. Oh, my God. So I go to the store today, right? Excuse me. I'll be talking about, oh, yeah, Isaiah, the divinity of change. So I go to the store today. And there's this cute little dress, right? And I pick it up. And I'm looking at the hanger, and the hanger's one size, right? And I'm looking at it, I'm like, I should probably get that bigger. But I'm like, no, stop buying your clothes too big. I do that sometimes, trying to hide titties and ass and stuff, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, no, stop doing that. So <laughs> I bring it home. I put it on. And it's hugging, baby. All the right stuff. And so I, I'm like, okay, I like this. This is cute. I know. I know that I know I'm going to have to put some nice shorts on under this because all that booty needs to be, like, <laughs> held together. So <laughs> I was laughing about that. And um, I take the dress off. I go to fold it. And I look at the tag, and it's two sizes smaller than the one I thought I bought. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, shit. Yo. All of this going to the gym, right? Oh, shit, I did not pay attention to what my body looking like. Oh, Bible, what? Don't be judging your right now based on what it used to be, boo. Because <laughs> you're working on yourself. So that means you're changing. You're changing every fucking day. Every day, you're different. A little bit at a time. And before you know it, that should have catch up to you. You look at this all like, wait a minute. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let me put something for a minute. You know what I mean? Hell, Cherry. Used to be a day you hadn't taken the bar, boo, but, you know, you done did your damn thug dizzle. You know what I mean? Like, look at how far you've come. Look at the shit that you're doing in your life. Just. You know, sometimes we're supposed to take a rest, and then we start judging ourselves while we're supposed to be resting as a bum bastard, you know? Like, I'm being a bum. I should be doing something with my life. No, you should be sitting the fuck down sleeping, because when it's time to do, you're going to be like, I wish I had a slap. Shit. I'm tired, motherfucker. I can't do no more. Shit, I'm tired. You'll be crying your ass off. So while you judging yourself as a bum bastard who needs to do this and needs to do that, maybe you need to be sitting the fuck still and you need to just be sleeping. You need to be eating bonbons and watching fucking, I don't know what the hell, married with children or some shit. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like just chilling for a little while and letting yourself just kind of be because there's going to be a day when you're going to be running. And it's fast coming. I know mine is. June is about to be a big, big, big thing for many of us, June. Sorry, what were you saying? Chair and pass. Excuse me. Oh, no, I was just saying, because I'm on the train, so I'm going to go right now. I'm going to mute myself in and out. But um, this is my last All right. Uh, and I thought before I go real quick, it's just there's an exclusion in our, like, society of always seeing 50, 50, 50. And
I heard what you said, but um, you was kind of competing with whoever that Spanish would be in the background. So just in case other people did not catch what Terry said, what she had said was there's this energy in our society that almost kind of encourages you to be busy, busy, busy. So, like, if you don't look busy, you ain't worth shit or you're not doing nothing with yourself. Um, and it's almost like it's a crime to take a moment or to rest or to have the easy life. You know, people judge you. They want to get in your business so they could judge you and say you're doing something wrong or whatever. You know, everybody's looking for a way to take you down. It's so funny. Actually, this, this, this is ridiculous. This has nothing to do with anything. But yesterday, awesomely lovey posted something to her page, posted some comment about title. And if you don't know what title is, look at the fuck up because I am not Google. But it was in the ante. And so someone said that she was a crab in a barrow. And you know the saying is crab in a barrel. That's not what they said. They did not say barrel. They said barrow, as in wheelbarrow, as in roll out the barrel. We'll have a barrel of fun. I know that's not how it goes, but I'm changing it. So some person who is an artist took that whole shit, took a wheelbarrow. One crab is pushing it. There's two crabs in it. One of them says, wee. The other one says, turn up. And it says crabs in a barrel. And so for some reason, that, that shit just popped in my head while I'm responding to what Terry, what Terry said. <laughs> well, I was responding to what Terry said. <laughs> but anyway, if you if you don't know, check out Awesomely Lovey's page, and I will probably find it and put it on Angry Diva's page later. Should have turned this shit into a T-shirt. <laughs> It'll be like it's a hot mess. Anyhow, so... That's usually what it is. People are looking to snatch you into whatever their dimension of thinking is or their personal universe. Y'all know that's the next class we're going to be talking about. We're going to be starting this. Um, I put it as May 29th, I think, but I'm probably just going to put it as June 1st. We'll start it for June. And we will also be doing a book study on the Great Red Dragon. It's going to be called What Is It About Men? So be looking out for that. They'll be on our fan page. But this is just, people create their own personal universe. They get to say when, where, why, who, how, and what the standard is in their life. And everybody has their own fake-ass subscription to morality and what is or is not right or how you should handle a thing or what a woman is, a real woman or a fake woman or whatever the fuck this crazy shit is these people come up with just to satisfy their own insecurities and inferiorities. That's what it is, brass tacks. You legislate how other people should live their life to fulfill your own insecurities and inferiorities. I don't legislate me. I have yet to tell another motherfucker how they should do this. <laughs> now I'll give you a suggestion. You take it. You do. Not my problem. But I have yet to tell a motherfucker how they should do some shit other than me. And I repeatedly say that. This is about me, my growth, my evolution. There are people who want to tell you how you should live, what you should do, what it is or is not to be valuable in society to convince you of something that they have programmed themselves or allowed themselves to be programmed to believe. And maybe that's fine for them. It might work for them. Maybe they need to work themselves to death, have hypertension, high blood pressure, heart palpitations, and some more shit. You know what I mean? Run down to the ground, having all kinds of health problems. Maybe that's what it fucking means to be a success to them. But that to me is death. It's not real. You know, 
you got a bunch of kids and you work a long ass fucking job and then you come home and you cook and you clean and you do all this here and you fucking celebrate that. Maybe in your world that's wonderful, but in my world that is fucking slavery. I get to define that for myself and I do. In my world we hire a cleaner, okay? In my world we hire a driver, okay? Because precious cargo should be parked carefully. Behind the wheel with no damn car. Shit's too common. Fuck that. You know? Mm-hmm. In my world, I do as I please. Well, within certain bounds. Some of them I push. I deal with the consequences accordingly. Because that's what it just means to be God. You create. You create your own universe. I didn't ask you to co-create with me. I don't ask for your fucking permission, so I'm certainly not asking for your damn forgiveness. I get to name what's right for me. You get to name what's right for you. And that's what it really is, Cherry. They're mad at you for how you live in your life, or they want you to do something that they feel like they have to do. They're not challenging it. Man, I tell y'all to watch the damn Matrix. (laughs) Y'all think I'm fucking with you, but I'm serious. They will fight you to defend the system, even though they fucking hate it. Even though they hate it. I had a sister say to me, I was listening to one of your shows and it helped me to see something. You know, the other day, I was thinking about how I had to prepare my daughter to be a wife, but I thought to myself, what if that's not what she wants to be? That isn't what she wants to be. And I said, exactly. What if we don't program girls that way? What if we train them how to take care of themselves and put themselves first, prioritize themselves, value themselves instead of training them how to be wives, take care of somebody else? If we teach them that they are to be taken care of, they will attract men who want to take care of them, not bombastic motherfuckers they got to take care of. Mm. Because the idea the perspective and the perception that we have of what it means to be a wife needs to be elevated. So she's questioning the way that she's thinking about things and the way that she's imparting them to her daughter, and I thought that that was amazing. You know, not to say that she's not going to teach her anything about relationships or relating to or with a man or any of that, but just the way that the culture, cult you're in, the cult that you're in, the cult of masculinity, the cult of patriarchy, the way that they expect us to behave within the bonds of marriage, which ain't got shit to do with a cultural perception. It has nothing to do with anything on the law. It has everything to do with a cultural perception. And we get to change that. Women are the culture creators. You get to create that, especially those of you who have daughters. Are you kidding me? Caller 202 I forgot. I just like came in and I'm like, hey, let me open the mic. 
because, you know, I have a bad habit of going on, <laughs> forgetting that there's people on, you know, on the call line. But, yeah, anyhow, we get to make, we get to be the master of our own destiny. And part of the problem is we got too many people co-creating with us. Y'all ever heard that phrase, too many cooks spoil the soup? You're trying to cook something and somebody else got their flavor palate, they done fucked up yours. Now you don't know how to fix it. That happens all the time. Sometimes kick everybody out of your creation, especially when you're in this this wind of change season in your life, which is chaos. And it does take chaos to give birth to a dancing star. It does. So in chaos, a star is born. You. That star seed, that star child, that is us. It is us. We come from a star place, a higher place. And it's being rebirthed in us, and we're remembering that connection that we're not just flesh and blood, but we're actually something higher than this. So we have to close off motherfuckers who are not awake that way. They're going to come into your life. They're going to say shit. Like, it, it happens. You know, you're never going to escape it. People are always going to try to come and use you. You know, I have they, these motherfuckers still try me, you know. I had one even come through on the show. I brought her into the show, introduced her whole shit. On private time, though, she's trying to see how she can milk me and play me into doing some, some readings or some sessions or some shit with her. You know, like some backdoor shit, some craziness, you know? And it was just ridiculous, the kind of things that people will just try to use you. Like, well, you pay me, but here, I want you to also do all my marketing and tell everybody all about me and, and um, help put my shit up. You know what I mean? Like, this is ridiculous. Ridiculous. People will always try you. You are the one who has to always be on your P's and Q's and mitigate the situation accordingly. You have to. You have to. You always have to be ready for them. Be always ready. That doesn't mean you stay armored up all the time with the sword up. You can sheath it and be ready to pull that motherfucker just in case. And sometimes you don't need your sword. Sometimes a little dagger. Sometimes just a look will do. You can shoot a dagger with a look. If looks could kill you, would be it was a yellow shot. Oh, bang! Anyway, that has nothing to do with any of that. But that's what came to my mind. <laughs> that has nothing to do with any of that. <laughs> These are the things that, <laughs> that come into my mind while I'm doing the show. People whisper stuff like that to me in my ear while I'm doing the show. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, you have to be on your guard at all times. The creepy qualities of life will slide in and try to co-create with you. They can't do shit on their own. Clearly they can't maintain or sustain nothing. Even if they take from you, they, they don't got the stuff. They just don't have the stuff. So it creates problems. That's where the jealousies come in. That's where people try to say negative things to you or about you, like you should be doing this. Or even like backhanded compliments, right? One of my friends is married. And here's what I believe. If you're married, you do not work as a woman, period. Fuck that. If you don't believe that, that's your problem. That is my understanding of marriage. The man is to take his ass out there and to work and bring home the money. And the woman is to increase him because she is refining him and bettering him and her connections and her network is going to further him. It's supposed to be in equitable, we'll say. And I mean that in, in terms of currency and funds, not equality. Motherfucking equality. It's supposed to be an equitable marriage. So my friend is married. Her husband works. Starting her own business. 
she does, you know, makeup and skincare and stuff, and I love that. I'm, I'm fucking loving it. But people say things to her like, when are you going to get a real job? <laughs> or the backhanded compliments. Your husband works so hard. I'm sure he's tired when he comes home. You bitches, shut the fuck up, all right? You jealous motherfuckers. Because your cow ass got to go out there and be milked every day and your nigga ain't doing shit. Fuck you, all right? But this is the kind of shit that people will say and do is to try to lay little guilt trips in your mind, like you're taxing on your man or something. Then you start feeding on that energy and trying to not be taxing. Then he starts feeding on that energy. Then you got to deal with that shit because you done created that baby with him in your marriage and it wasn't there before that sorry rat bitch came and laid that trap in your mind, boo. Watch people how they do things and say things and lay little traps, the things that they miss or that they don't pay attention to or that they can chew on or whatever, you know, them but would impact you. You know, like some people can be sick. They don't take the symptoms of the illness, but they carry it. Then they pass it to you, and your ass get to sniffling and sneezing and hacking up lungs. Mm-hmm. Some people are carriers of negativity and disease of the mind and the body and the spirit, and just their very presence alone is enough to transmit it to you. You have always got to be ready to blow those winds of change and to create that chaos to get that shit away from you. That's why I burn fire. I stay burning fire, too. I have to. It burns off the inferior bitches. If I burn fire enough, motherfuckers going to get tired of me, and then sooner or later they drop off my list. Good. Get the fuck on. Because you wasn't here for nothing anyway. They ain't pressed for the numbers, boo. It ain't about the popularity. If it was about that, people wouldn't cuss. <laughs> people wouldn't call y'all out your name. <laughs> As you would say, (laughs) I would probably be a phallus fucking handmaiden bitch like some of you motherfuckers. (laughs) Yep. I trade on privilege like you motherfuckers. You know what I mean? I let everybody all live my life just trying to get them to like me. Please like, look at my house, look at my car, look at my kids, look at my mirror in the bathroom. (laughs) <laughs> Please like me. Look at all my pictures. Please. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, we get to create our own destiny and our own now. You're creating your future right now. Everything you do right now. Every decision you make, every conversation you have. I saw this one quote. It was really powerful. You become like the five people that you talk to the most. Choose wisely. I saw that shit. <laughs> and I thought about the five people. I actually sat and counted it off, all right? I had a moment. Diva had a moment. Moment in Diva history. And I sat and I counted off on my fingers all the people I talked to. And I said to myself, oh, my fucking God. This is the shit I'm becoming like? Oh, hell no. I cut everybody off. I cut people out my life, family, friends, didn't matter. People I know all my life, people who birthed me. <laughs> you know what I mean? People had to go. 
everybody had to go. Liquidation, boo. Her extra, read all about it. She's disappeared and gone underground. Sometimes it's necessary for you to do that in your life, to get yourself away from certain elements and energies, especially when you know that shit ain't feeding you, but you're scared of the new because the familiar. It's difficult to give up your familiar. That's why a lot of people return to the church, you know? Even some of the the chicks who call themselves dark goddesses, (laughs) they ran back to the churches, you know? They asked them right back in church (laughs) again, back in la-la land back in the matrix because it was never for them but everybody wants to be bad to the bone it's about power for them instead of it being a lifestyle change that you become wiser that you become more savvy that you really challenge yourself to stretch and to be fucking honest with yourself to hear your ego because you know your ego is going to tell you the truth even if you don't like what that bitch saying and to really understand where you're at and what's going on with every aspect of yourself, except that foolish, delusional, fairy tale believing little girl in you. Everybody wants to let go of that thing that's dead in your life, but that foolish, ignorant, fairy tale believing little girl in you. It's a hell of a place to be in. That's the divinity of change, though. I say this to people a lot. When you meet me, since I am a keeper of the crossroads, I am one of the gatekeepers of the crossroads. When you meet me, you've come to a crossroads in your life, of course. You can stay the course of whatever the hell path it is that you walk in that you know you don't want to or like or serves you. Or you go down the path that your spirit and your soul is leading you on because it's your journey. You direct the path. Do I stay the course of the one that was I was set on? When I've woken up and said, no, nah, uh-uh, this ain't the one. Or go for the one that your soul is leading you to. What's behind door number two? <laughs> what is behind door number two? the question we need to be asking in every situation you know like when you go on a new job and you know you're negotiating your salary and you know you don't take the first offer because the first offer they're going to lowball your ass and you know it you know it because you know that you ignore the first offer anybody who ever worked anywhere or made any kind of money knows you reject the first offer because they are going to lowball you and they're going to lowball you so much they're going to play you like you fresh out of high school or some shit. You hear I me? Mean? You ask for what's behind door number two and sometimes door number three and door number four and then you get to door number five and it's like, all right, I'll take that one right there. Most of us quit at four though. Actually, shit, most of y'all quit right at one. Yeah. <laughs> Some of you don't get up to three because four is too scary and only the brave get to five. But, baby, if you just keep going, there's a whole lot of them. <laughs> there's a whole lot more than that. <laughs> you know, the saying goes, closed mouth don't get fed. 
And the Bible says we have not because we ask not. I'll tell you all this story right here. I probably said this shit on the show. Maybe not. Who knows? I talked too many things. But, um, <laughs> you know, like I'm teaching classes. I'm doing a show. It's too much. I can't fucking remove everything. All right. But some the fuck where <laughs> in my angry evil realm, I said the following. I need a new Bible, you know, because somebody stole my fucking Bible. It had all these prophecies in it, and I know one of these lecherous bitches stole my shit trying to pass stuff off. See, everybody want my tongue in their mouth. Always stealing my shit. You know what I mean? Fuck. Everybody want my goddamn tongue in their mouth. So, <laughs> I have a really old Bible, but it's not one that you want to, like, be flipping through. You know what I mean? Like, because it'll fall apart. Now. And it's old. It's antique. Keeping it. And so... I'm just so happy to be going to Walmart today, right? Picture that shit. I'm going to Walmart today. And there's this lady out front, and she's handing out some kind of pamphlets or some shit, right? And she gets, Chris, can I give you one? I said, yeah. And she says, well, I gave you two. I said, that's all right. I might need to give one to somebody. She says, well, okay, thank you. And she says, I have Bibles here if you don't have them. I said, you know, I have one. I said, wait a minute. You know what? I said, my Bible's old. I said, you know how you read your Bible and you go through it so much, it starts falling apart on you. She started laughing. She goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, yeah, I could use one. Then she handed it to me, and it's the exact version I wanted, King James, you know. Um, and I just kind of tucked it into my little gym bag and shit <laughs> ran off into the Walmart. And I thought to myself, isn't it interesting that just days ago I said, I was like a Bible, and I don't feel like paying for it. I'm not paying for a fucking Bible. I'm not doing it. You know what I mean? I'm just not paying for a damn Bible. I'm paying for it. <laughs> Shouldn't have to pay for a motherfucking document that was put together to enslave us anyway. What the fuck I look like? So <laughs> I said that. I was like, I would like a Bible. Yes, I do. I need one. Time for me to do some studying because there are symbols and signs and stuff. And I got to keep up with some of my dreams and, you know, pay attention to some of the stuff that's going on because I know how to interpret this shit now, you know, instead of reading it the way that you people read it, I read it and I interpret it. <laughs> with my eyes. With my eyes. I said eye for a reason. Not trying to be funny or anything. Anyway, we've got about 10 minutes remaining, and I'm going to actually bring the show to a close because it is getting late. And Diva is tired. You know, I had a full day today. And I have classes to teach tomorrow. So tomorrow we will not be in the studio. But check us out on Freya's Fuck You Friday right here on the Angry Diva's radio show. After Dark with Triple Dark Goddess. <laughs> Any last words before we uh, close out? I don't know last words, but you know, thank you for holding space and doing what you do. Much appreciated, always, always. Yes. I know I'll be trying. (laughs) You know, yeah. Y'all know I'll be trying. And you do it, you deliver. So. Well, thank you, dear. If y'all take nothing else away from what I said tonight, understand that chaos change and war are all cousins. They hold hands, you know? So when you have change coming in your life, even if it's for the good, understand that because you were in paradise, somewhere else there's war, you know? If you're in war, that means somebody else has paradise, so that means there's something, the, the scales have been tipped against your favor, and it is time for you to do something to bring some harmony back into your life and some balance as well. And those two are different concepts. Harmony and balance are not one. They're two different things. You can be in perfect harmony and have more of one than the other, but it's a good harmonic vibration. It works for you. But there can be an imbalance, and imbalance will cause a dis-ease, whether that's sickness of the body, of the mind, or of the spirit. So you want to be in, in balance, 
and also in harmony and understand that in certain seasons of your life that requires more of one and less of the other, and in certain seasons of your life, they're going to be a different way to tip those scales. They'll be tipped into your favor instead of against you. So if there's chaos in your life, it is to create change so that you can get to something greater. But that also means that somewhere else there is paradise. You need to be looking for that place and looking to create that place. If nothing else. I'm Triple Dark Goddess. This has been another Bitch House production, the Angry Divas Radio Show. Y'all make sure you tune in here on Friday for our free as fuck me Friday. Oh, after dark and triple dark. (laughs) 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 You know what? I totally would too. I have all these ideas and um all I need yeah, is a connection. So. Yeah, you should record your voice and submit it. Yeah. I, I took a little class, and if I find the information, um, I'll send you what I know. But, yeah. yeah. I would love that. Thank you. Right? I need to do that. You know, like, I was told I need to do voice acting. I need to do hand modeling. You know what I mean? Like, people just be having all these great <laughs> ideas to me. It's like, bitch, open a fucking door. Oh, no, I know, I know. I know. It's so easy to do it. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. Now, let me stop fucking around with y'all. I know what I'm going to do. Like I'm telling you, create your own universe. What I'm going to do is take what Terry Pye had said, right, and take that shit and create with it, because the pussy real. A fuck time, no, no, dance. Tell your girl to leave the dance. Tell her go home. Go home. Bumbo clout, you know, long may I watch that hood the dance. Yo, crush me. Take off the pants, no dance. Yo, I ain't had a key out where I fuck mm-hmm. tonight. Now I'm to you. Right down, no dance. Warm to you. Eh? Watch it make me jump on the body there. Yeah. She don't on the body there. Yeah. Me want come on the body there. Yeah. Pussy if you run on the body there. Yeah. Make me twist on the body there. Yeah. Whom fi shift on the body there? Yeah. Y'all fi piss on the body there. Yo, watch it. Let me sit on the body there. Yo. Me know your girl now, please you. Bring the khaki come cock, you know me need you. After one fuck, you girl, she a go leave you. Oh, she a go know, hey, she a go read you. Like my other Grammy, a go chain and beat you. Fuck, clear this out, nobody now believe you. Pussy no finyam, so me now go feed you. Bad girl no run, so me now tease you. Watch it, let me bump on the body there, yeah. She don't pan the body there, yeah. Me want come pan the body there, yeah. Pussy if you run pan the body there, yeah. Make me twist pan the body there, yeah. Whom fi shift pan the body there, yeah. Y'all fi piss pan the body there, yo. Watch it, let me sit pan the body there, yo. From struggle to rust, me no get no back shot. Make me drape up your cocky and bruise up the top. Me have a new fuck fi drop it, name tight pussy. Watch out, I go watch out, my whole like a Timex watch. My pussy smell good, you are gonna tell me. My pussy feel good, you are gonna tell me. My pussy real good, you are gonna tell me. Ten pound, my pussy boy, tell me. Watch it, make me bump on the body there. Yeah, see don't on the body there. Yeah, me want come on the body there. Yeah, pussy if you run on the body there. Yeah, make me twist on the body there. Yeah, whom fi shift on the body there. Yeah, y'all fi piss on the body.
fuck shown. I me make y'all put foot over the moon. Me pussy so good enough, man come to soon. Me want sit down from me and come off in a drone. It's good, it's good, it's good. Me pussy real good, it's good, it's good. Every man say it's good, it's good, it's good. From my barn, me never ever run from my hood. Boom, panda body there, yeah. She don't panda body there, yeah. Me want come panda body there, yeah. Pussy if you run panda body there, yeah. Make me twist panda body there, yeah. Whom fi shift panda body there, yeah. Y'all fi piss panda body there, yo. Watch it, make me sit panda body there, yo. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 